Happy Passover. That's happy Passover. In Hebrew, go ahead, Dakota Lisa, I cut you out. No, you didn't cut me out. Welcome back, everyone. Episode 92 is special because it's our Passover and Shabbat Shalom. So we have the two going on right now. The skies of the heaven are open right now. And I'm so full. I'm just, I'm just full today. You know, people have been calling me and asking me how I'm doing and, and what's going on. And I'm just full. And so we, we're going to go into a prayer today, but I want to start off with a song. And I just want to start off with this song. And it's, it says, um, and I'll just let you listen to it. It's about your friend. Can you all hear? We're praying for our friend. Nope. We laughed about how we had changed. We do not own the rights to this music. Things weren't going as well as he claimed. He tried to hide his feelings, but they only gave him away. The girl, Helen Baylor. Helen Baylor. We come before you. Can you reach our friend, Father dear God? Father God, we give it all to you, Father God. We lay it before you as I push this out right now. Anything we said that are done is not of you right now, Father God. We thank you. We lift your name on high, Yahweh, for there's people right now and destitute right now. There's people right now that don't believe right now, but Yahweh, we know that you're real. As we point to the cross, Father God, as Yahshua has shed blood for us, as we push this out, for people don't want to listen to their doctors and people don't want to take their medications, and people don't want to listen. And I'm here to be a testimony that there is a true and there is a living God. You have got to fight. We have got to fight right now. There's no more depression on you. Right now, people are saying, I don't like my job. I, I don't like my life. I don't believe in God. I don't believe in heaven or hell. I don't want to be in this marriage. I don't want to be in this relationship. I, I, I just don't want to be here anymore. The devil is a liar and it's too big. And we have to give it to God right now. For I know I was in a situation. I was in a situation where I just didn't want to be here but God. And I can tell you one thing. If he can save me, he can save you. If he can use me, he can use you. If he can speak to my spirit, he can speak to your spirit right now. You have got to fight past that. You have got to love yourself. You have got to know who you are. You are the, you are the children of the most high. He is using you right now. He is bringing you out of this exodus. This exodus just isn't the United States. He is bringing you out of that mindset. He is bringing you out of destitute. 
He is bringing you out of loneliness. He is bringing you out of hate for your own self. He is, you, sometimes we can be our worst enemy. God loves us. Yahshua went to the cross. We put him on that cross. We are sorry, Yahshua. We are the one who crucified you. We are the one who didn't do right. We are the one who were the stiff next people. We are the one. We are the original Jews from Shem, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but he's the merciful God. He's an agape loving God. He's an omnipresence God. He's with us every day. He's with us all the time. And he has not forgotten you. The devil has lied to you. The devil has stolen from you. The devil has beat you up. The devil has put you down. He is a liar. He is a liar. As Yahshua, he is preparing a place for us. He's preparing a place for us. His special people. We have the breastplate of armor around us. He is protecting us. And the Lord said, my spirit will come down upon you. You wonder how we're going to get out of this? You wonder how we're going to stop killing each other? You wonder how we're going to be leaders? God said, I make the what? The last, the first, and I make the first, the last. They think that we are the last, but we are the first. We are the first. We are the chosen people. And when his spirit, when it dwells down, when it comes upon all of us, he will show himself. He's already doing it. He's already doing it. Right now, ministers, I want you to just turn off your mics and I want you to just join in right now. And I want you to just, just get this off for the people because they need to hear this and they need the prayer as we go into a quorum right now. Say, hey, 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 hey. Just join me in prayer right now, ministers. Just open up your mics and join me. Father God, we thank you. Go ahead, ministers. Come into prayer. Come into prayer. We thank you. We love you. Come on, push it out, ministers. I want to hear it right now. Say, hey, hey, hey. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank the you. prayers are going up right now, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. We thank you. Come on, ministers, push it out. I want to hear it. People need you right now, whether it's in Hebrew or whatever it is. Undo your mic. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Who you are, blessed Oh, God, we need you. Thank you. Oh, our Yahshua and Yahweh, we need you right now. Thank you. Thank you. Help us. We lift your name on high. We thank you for the Exodus. We thank you for the ones right now that's preparing. Some people are preparing to go home right now. We thank you for our rabbi, that you will honor his wishes. We thank you, Lord. We know that you're preparing a place. You will honor the wishes. We thank you for the righteous. We thank you for building us up. For it's not that we even deserve it, Lord, but it's all about you. We thank you, Lord. Hey, 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 we lift your name on high. We give it all to you and we lay it before you. He cannot have our servants. He cannot have our lives. He cannot, the devil cannot have our blessing. God is a God of clarity. God is a God of love. God is a God of building. The table is set. Can't nobody have your place. 
It is set for you. You have walked away. He hasn't. He wants you at your weakest time. He wants you when you're down and out. That's what he'll step in and let you know that I am God and nobody can take that away from you. He wants an intimate relationship with you right now. Oh, oh, oh thank you. But God, we just honor you. We thank you. We bless you, Lord. You sit in your word. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. He has founded it upon the seas and he established it upon the floods. Yes. Who may go up to the mountain of, hey. uh, of, of our God? You know, he hey. who has clean hands and a pure heart who don't make vanity the purpose of their lives. They will receive a blessing from God and they will know his salvation. Lift up your heads, oh you gates. Lift up these everlasting doors so that the king of glory can come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord God, strong and mighty. The Lord God, mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, oh ye gates. Lift them up, ye everlasting doors so that the glorious king can enter. Who is this king of glory? Yes. The Lord Zavaot, the Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. We thank you for your word. We stand on your word, Lord, for your word is true. And you said in your word that you never leave us nor forsake us. Yes. Lord, we don't, you're preparing us, as Sister Easter said. You are preparing us for something that we're not ready yet for. Yes. Lord, for you also, we also know, Lord, that we don't have to like the process. Yes. We just got to trust the process. Yes. You said, take my yoke upon me, for your burden is light. Yes, Lord. Lord, I found through time and time and time again, it's at the brink of when we're at a breakthrough, it's at the brink when we're about to receive a blessing, yes. that adversity comes at its most to try us and to break us. But the devil is a lie. And yet, we are the chosen one. You have to understand, my, my brothers, my sisters, that the devil only comes against those that is a threat. Yes. So I need everybody to say, I am a threat. And because you are a threat, expect the attacks to come. Expect yes. adversity. Expect the trials and everything. But we are more than an overcomers. We are mighty through God, which strengthens us. We wrestle not against spirits, against flesh and blood, but against spirits and principalities. Yes. yes. So know that this is true. Know that his word is true. Yes. This yes. is a war cry. Oh, help us. This Lord. Is a war cry. Thank you. What you said in your word, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves yes. and turn from their wicked ways, Lord, you would heal the land. If you want a healing, if you want a blessing, if you want change, change begins with each of us, Lord. Thank Our you, change Lord. begins with turning back to him, back to his ways, back to his word. We love yes, you. Lord. We thank you. We thank you for your son. We yes, thank you for his blood. There's still power in his blood. Yes. Said heaven and earth will pathway, but his word will always remain. May each of you rest in his blood. Yes. Rest Lord. in his word. May his blood cover you, your household, and your family. Look not only to the hills, 
but look to the creator of the hills. Thank you, Lord. Hey, hey, hey. We glorify you. We magnify you. We honor you. Thank we you, love Lord. you. We lift your name up on high. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for provision. Thank you for protection. Thank yes. you for healing. Thank you, Thank you for yeah. restoration. Thank you for guiding us. Thank you for delivering us. Yeah. Thank you for teaching us. Thank you for molding us. Thank you for continuing to make us over and over. You are the potter and we are the clay. And sometimes to shape us, Lord, you have to apply pressure. Yes, yes. So may we continue to hold on to you and hold on to your unchanging hands, Lord. We believe you and we trust you, Lord. And yes, we thank yes. you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We give you all the praise. We're nothing without you, Lord. Yes, yes. We can Lord. do nothing without you, Lord, but fail. But with you, Lord, oh, we can move mountains, Lord. Thank so you. we just thank you right now, Lord. We thank you in advance for the things that you're going to do. We thank you for what you've done. We thank you even for what you're doing right now. Thank you, Shane. Because nothing goes under the sun that you are not aware of. You are thank in total you. control of every life, Push every situation. You are in control of everything. Push it out. Not something, but everything. And nothing gets behind you. Lord. Nothing goes by you that you are not aware of. So we just thank you, Lord, for your sovereignty in our lives and for thank giving us purpose, Lord. We thank you. Thank you. Shem Yeshua, in Jesus' name. Yeshua name, Shay Hey, push it out, ministers. Push it out, ministers. Is there another one? Push it out. Shay Hey, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You didn't have to, but we're still here. You didn't have to do it, but we're still here through the battle. And as we do Passover and we have that, that salty water and that was our tears, we pushing it out. We've shed many tears, but God, the plague has already came, but we're still here. He didn't have to let us live. You've been in a situation that you're not even supposed to be here, but you're still here. How are we going to love each other? How? You got to love. You got to get over it. You got to think about his goodness. You got to quit being so petty about everything. You got to push it out. Love never fails. Love will save. Love will get you past. Love will do it. That's what it is. The love of the Lord. The fear of the Lord means you, be, you become wise. Everything he gives you is free. The best things in life are free. Love is free. Patience is free. Peace is free. And once you start getting that intimate relationship with him, it's beyond understanding your peace. You have got to get back to your peace. And the only way you're going to do it is love. Loving yourself. Loving thy neighbor. Putting God first. Praising him. Being thankful for the small things. Push it out, ministers. Push it out, ministers. Go ahead, Griff. Push it out. Minister Griff, push it out. Father, dear God, we thank you. First of all, come to you with thankful hearts. Just thanking you for all the wonderful 
blessings you continue to put into our life, Father. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for yes. the gift of love. We thank you for the gift of just the skies being blue and the grass being green. We thank you for all the blessings you continue to just pour out on us, Father. Thank you and we ask you, Father, God. we ask you to search us. We ask you to search our hearts, Father, as we go throughout this new season, as we go into this new year. Search our hearts, Father, for any of the leaven that may be in there, that you take it out. Show us ourselves, even when we don't want to see ourselves, Father. Show us ourselves so that we may become better, so we may be molded in your image, maybe molded into who you want us to be, Father, rather than who we want to be. For the world says you can be what you want to be, but you say that you have something for us to be, Father, that you yes. have a destiny for us, that you have a purpose for us, that you have a calling for each and every soul yes. that walks this planet. For, for everyone's call, everyone everyone's call, but only few only few can actually hear it, Father. Only few can actually take up that calling. Yeah. So we pray for those who take up that calling to give them strength, to give them honor, to give them glory, to give them wisdom, Father. For, for as Sister Easter said, you know, we think that we are the last, Father, for as we look at this globe, we look at our position on this earth right now as as Black Americans and as, as Black folks is walking around, we've been treated as the last, Father, but we know that you said the last shall be first. And we know that the, the, the turn is coming, the tide is going to change, Father. And we just give you all the honor, the hope, yes. and the praise for we have faith, Father. We keep our faith strong because of who you are and the many blessings that you thank poured you. into our life. We thank oh, you for son, this Passover season. We thank you for allowing us to, to experience, you. Father, for this is not history. The Passover is not history. It's remembrance, Father. It is remembrance. We remember. We remember our ancestors. We remember what we've done in the past, Father. We remember who we are. We remember our heritage. And you said you will not forsake our heritage. You said that you will come back and you'll leave a remnant and you'll come back for us, Father. And you'll awaken us just as just as in the Valley of the Dry Bones, Father, you'll awaken us. You'll pull us back together, joint by joint, bone by yes, bone. And yes. we see it happening right now in front of our face, Thank Father. You. We see the sinew and start to connect. We see all the things coming together, Thank Father. We see it all now. over the globe. We see it here. We see it in Canada. We see it in the Caribbean. We see it everywhere, Father, that we're awakening, that the time is now, that it's time for us to come together yeah. and grab grab our mantle for who we are, Father, for the world awaits Thank our you. arrival. Hallelujah. The rocks will shout when we come to see who we are, Father. We come back to who we are. The world awaits us. And so it's time for us to take up that mantle and to go back to who we are and to do the things in what you taught us to do, Father. We ask for strength as we as we think about uh, living out the commandments for Yeshua said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Yes. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Yes. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And help so we us, just ask us, for strength, us. Father. Give us the strength, give us the, give us the fortitude, give us the perseverance, give us the grit, give us all those things needed to keep the commandments, Father, yes. for your yoke is easy and light to those who, who accept it. And we accept it, Father, we accept the yoke. As we go into this new season, give us a new yes. heart. Yes. We'll take away our heart of stone our and warfare. give us hearts of Push flesh. It out. For the, for the Holy Spirit has come upon all of us, the Ruach HaKodesh has come upon all of us, Father, if we just will turn, stop looking towards the shadows and turn back towards the sun. Stop looking towards the shadows and turn back towards the sun, Father, for the sun yes. will lead us to where we need to go. The light that has been lit upon us is not to be put under a bushel, but that light is to be upon a hill, Father, a light that can light up not only the whole house, but the whole city. So we ask that you just continue to kindle that light for us day by day, Father, step by step. We stay in step with the Spirit. We ask that you allow us to, to, to portray the fruits of the spirit, allow us to, to just do those things which are of you in all ways, Father. We pray for everybody on this line, for anything we may be going through, for we know that there is sickness, that there is there is disease, that there is yes. uh, there is loneliness, that there is depression, that there is uh, so many things that we hide, Father. There's so many things that 
that that are that are within us and around us and the folks around us for the Satan that doesn't only attack us directly, but he attacks those around us and tries to get them off as well. So we just pray for all of us, Father, that you allow us to just come into your spirit, Father, come into your health, come into, for you are the doctor of doctors and the healer of healers and the Lord yes. of lords. And we give you that honor and that glory and that praise. And we know that you can do it instantly, Father, that you can do it over time and you can do it instantly. And so we just ask for both sides of it, Father. We ask for the instant healing. We ask for the longevity. We ask because we know that your words are strengthened to our bones, that you will be a spring and our health will spring up speedily if we just rely on you, if we just look towards you, if we just give it all to you. And so we thank you for that, Father. We thank you for, for just allowing us to just to just persevere, Father. We thank you for the, the spirit which flows into our extremities. Yes. We ask that you forgive us for both the overt and the covert sins, Father, for there's things that we don't even know we're doing yet, but you'll show it to us in due time and you'll show us how to get rid of it, Father. We thank you for just as we swept the bread out of our homes, for sweeping the leaven out of our life, Father, for just yes. allowing us to be better and better on a daily basis. We pray for our neighborhoods. We pray for our communities. We pray for yes. the folks in Ukraine. We pray for, for everything that's going on here in America and beyond, Father. For we know that these are turbulent times. We know that we are in the valley of decisions. And when the valley of decisions is here, Father, the last days are approaching. We look around. We see decisions everywhere. We see decision in our daily life. We see decision in our children's yes. life. We see decision in our parents' life. We see decision in our brothers and our sisters' life. We are in the valley of decision, just as the prophet Joel said. And we know that those final days are upon us, Father. So we don't look towards our problems, for our problems may be many, but instead we look towards the sky. We look towards you, Father, for while yes. our problems may be big, Father, our God is bigger. So we choose to magnify the right things. We just thank you, Father. We thank you. We thank you for our breath to even proclaim your name. We thank you for the breath to even to have one more just to just to live out what it is you Push have for us. We thank you Push for it out. We thank you for sound minds, Father, to be able to think and to be able to rationalize and to be able to give it all to you. We thank you for sound bodies to be able to lift our hands up and to be able to, to move our bodies around in ways which honor you, Father. We thank you. We thank you for anointing our feet, for we don't run the evil, Father, but rather we run the good. And so yeah. we just a lot, we ask you to continue to just strengthen us in that way, Father. We thank you. We, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. I dare you to touch the screen right now. I dare you to touch the screen right now. My body is on fire. People keep asking you, are you all right? And as women and as, and as men, we keep saying we're all right. We are not all right. We are not all right. People are hurting right now. People are confused right now. Disease is trying to take over. We are not all right, but in God, we are everything. He is building us up. You touch the screen right now and you go on your face. Sometimes you just got to get on the floor and you got to go on your face and cry out to him. You don't even have to say a word because God, he are Yahweh. He knows what you think. He knows what you think and he knows what comes out of your mouth. So I dare you to touch the screen right now. I dare you to touch the screen and say, God, I am not all right, but I need your help. I dare you to touch the screen right now and say, God, I need healing. I dare you to get down on your face and say, God, just help me. I don't believe, but I know that you can show yourself to me. I know that I can have an intimate relationship with you. I need to know about this Yahweh and this Yahshua that Easter and all the ministers are talking about. I dare you. He's a show up and a show off God. He will come for you. He will show himself to you. That's the type of God we serve. He loves you. He has not forgotten you. I don't care what you did in your past. We're talking about now. You have a new opportunity. This is a new day. 
believe and trust as a mustard seed. He said, all you have to do is a mustard seed and you can move a mountain. And if you right now, if you're watching this, it's for you to watch. Right now, it's for you to get the blessing. It's for right now, it's for you to trust him. Do you trust him? You've trust so many people before and they've let you down. Trust God, trust our Yahweh. He won't let you down. He will keep all your secrets. He will help you. He will strengthen you. He will deliver you. He will heal you. He will lead you. He will not let you go hungry or begging for bread. You will be the lender and not the borrower. Cause I know he's done it for me and he'll do it for you. We're pushing this out right now. It's a serious hour right now. Akota Lisa, go ahead, push it out. Baruch Hashem, bless his name. Baruch Hashem, bless his name. Father, we thank you for the opportunity and the privilege to come before you on this, your day. But in actuality, every day is your yeah. day. And you yeah. allow us to be here. You yeah. allow us to experience the things that you've placed in the earth and in the heavens, Father. Thank you for that. Father, I have changed my prayer. Yeah. And I'm so thankful that I came upon this information. And so I ask in this time when the heavens are open, increase our love for you. Yes increase our love for one another, increase our understanding yes. of you, increase us, increase, 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 father. increase business owners, increase their vendors, increase their patrons, increase their product that they are, uh, they have to offer, make it a good product so that uh, it brings in more patrons, Father. Increase those um, who are in administration. Increase those who are in construction. Increase those who are in transportation. Increase those who are in infrastructure. Yes. Increase us, but most of all, increase our love for you, our desire for you. Increase our thirst, our panting for you. Yes. Increase us, Father. Increase those that need healing. Increase those that need finances. Increase those that need companionship. Yes, Lord. Increase them in their ways that are good and that are of you. Increase our understanding and our application of your Tara. Increase us. Yes. That we may be a blessing to one another. So many things have been said that I'm trying to remember right now, Father, but you already heard them. Yes, you already Lord. know. You already know the heart of each and every person Push it here. Out. Push it out. Push it I out. Thank you for it. I thank you for that. I yes. thank you for that. I thank you. I have a different viewpoint about prayer now. It's not about me. It never has been. It's not about any of us. It's always been about you. Yes. You are the giver. We've learned that from our rep. You are the giver. We are recipients. Therefore, we being in you, we must give what we have received. Yes. We must share it. We must give it. We must offer it without expecting anything in return. 
Should we get something back? Great. If not, it's still great because it's a command of yours. Yes. Increase us, increase our understanding so that we will know how to apply what we understand, that it may benefit us, that it may add to us and not take away, that as it adds to us, Father, that we can give it to someone else. This is a, the law of reciprocity. Yes, yes. This is the law of reciprocity. Yes. As we give, more is given to us. As we give, more is given to us. Yes, yes. I thank you for that. I'm experiencing that. I thank you for your healing for me. Hallelujah. I thank you for it. I'm, I'm seeing it. Sometimes it's minute. Sometimes it's grand. But I changed some things. So I say to you today, if you are not, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I saw something in my spirit. Push if you out, are not getting the results that you want, it's because you're not doing the work. Mm. Faith without work. You can have all the faith in the world. Paul, Saul talks about that. If it is not faith in him, if you are not working on that faith, you won't get the results that you're looking for, that you're hoping for. Work. Work. No more hope, but do. No more hope, do. So that you can see and you will have the testimony. Hashem told me what to do. Yes. That's how it works. And here I am at my age and I'm like, I'm re- now it's clicking. Now it's clicking. You Push. want to be a whole lot younger when this thing clicks in you. But if you're not, click it now. Click the button now. Click it now so that you can see the benefit of the work that you're doing. Yes. It's real. It's real. Those that say it's not, as she has told you, she dares you to try it. And don't just try God. Do God. Do it. Yes. Yes. Don't just try it. Do him. His children will know his voice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I have so much to thank you for this day. We all do. Thank every you. breath, as Minister Griff said, every breath, Hallelujah. every blink of the eye, Hallelujah. every beat of the heart, every pump of the heart to push the blood and the fluid through the veins and arteries, nerves and tendons, ligaments, all of that. You created that, that we might be vessels here in the earth. Yes. Thank you for it. Thank I don't you. understand it. I don't understand it, but I know what's happening. I yes. thank you for it. I thank you for this time of Pesach. Jeez. And I'm reminded those people, it said none of them were feeble. So we have to get ourselves ready. We can't be feeble trying to get back to where we're supposed to go. Right. None of them was feeble. So restore, Father. I ask for restoration. I ask for increase again. Keep our hope alive. Help us to keep our hope alive. B'Shem Yeshua. Tada. Tada. Amen. 
We thank you. We're praying for the ministers right now. We're praying for the rabbi right now. Lift him up. Give him fresh fuel. We thank you that he gets on here diligently right now, Lord. We put a breastplate of armor right now. All the ministers right now, we ask for fresh fuel for we know that the attack is here. We know that he's attacking the ones that he don't have right now. Your fivefold ministry, the, the apostles, the bishops, the rabbis, the ministers, the sisters, the brothers right now, right now, Lord, we ask that you protect them right now. We dispatch the holy angels for this warfare right now that's on the land, Lord. But we know in all things, in all things, we will succeed with you. We know that we're winners with you. We know that we're winners in the name of Yahshua. We know that it's already done. When the resurrection happened, we know it was already done. The devil has already lost. He has already lost. Uh, so what? We were the stiff-necked people. We've done our time. We've served our time. It's time for us to move past that now. We've served our time. And the ministers, now that you know the truth, you're going to line up. You're going to tell the people who they are. You're going to tell them the truth right now. You're not going to fear. You're not going to fear destitute. You're not going to fear that you don't have enough money. You're not going to fear that your people are going to leave. You are going to give them the truth and it's going to build them up. We're building generations up right now. We're building generational wealth up right now. We're building generations to come right now. We're leaving behind those diseases. The food that has given us the diseases we know better right now. We're changing our eating right now. We're changing our attitude right now. We're changing our way of thinking right now. We are innovative people. We will build. We will have businesses. We will have prosperity. We will call it out and it will happen. We will use our power. We are the chosen people. We thank you, Lord. We're building the ministers up right now. We're praying for the ministers right now, Lord. Help them, Lord. Speak to their spirits. Even some of the false prophets have anointing. We ask that they're anointing and they come into agreement with God right now. We ask that they come into agreement with God right now. There will be no fear. God is not a God of fear. God is not a liar. You can turn it around right now. You have an opportunity right now to make it right, to do his will, to build him up to build the next generation up. You have a choice right now. We thank you for the ministers on the panel. We thank you for the ministers that's watching and we thank you for the one that's walking into their destiny right now because you, you are the chosen one. You're watching this, you are the chosen one. Don't take it lightly, your power. Don't take your anointing and misuse it. It's not because you're so cute. It's not because you know it all. It's because the anointing that you carry. That's why you're under attack, the anointing that you carry. But God's light will shine. His light will shine. He said it's a sin to cover it up. He is a God of light. The fiery darts will not penetrate you. It will not overtake you. Jealousy will not overtake you. He's building you up. You call it out. Say, I am a child of God. I'm the chosen one. I am a child of God. I'm the chosen one. God, I ask that you use me. God, I know I've done wrong. 
God, I ask that you forgive me for my sins. And I ask that you help me because it's too big for me, God. It's just too big for me. This, this flesh is too big for me. It always wants things. But God, he's going to help you. He's going to get you through. He's our redeemer. He's merciful. He's waiting on you. Help the ministers. Bless the ministers. The priests and the priestess. You are a lion. You are the lion and lioness. We are the head of the jungle. We are over them. Every beast in the forest. We thank you for being the first. We thank you for being the head. We thank you for your love and mercy. We thank you for giving birth to what we just gave birth to. We don't even know. For Romans 8 says, we are groans and moans in our prayers. We don't even know. In Yahshua name, in our Yahweh name, amen. I'm going to finish this song. Well, she finally finishing this song, just getting finishing it. We needed to get that out. give his heart to you.
we pray that um, those prayers have touched somebody. I'm just full today. And I have every right to be. I'm not okay today. Because I'm praying for the nation today. <laughs> I'm pushing it out for the nation today. And I will be doing it all week. I pray some people get saved. I pray all my family get saved. I pray that you know there's a true and living God. And I pray that you experience him. And I pray that you experience the true love from someone before you cross over. Because people aren't feeling love right now. Sometimes you just have to do it. You have to cry out. Let the pride go. You got to cry out for others. And I don't know what these tears are for or what's going on, but he knows. He's healing right now. He's breaking some yokes right now. And he's bringing some people in right now. Just sit in it for a minute. Just sit in it for a minute. As we have a moment of silence. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Yahweh. We still here. We are still here. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. We ask that you share this episode. We ask that you send your email address and join us. Episode 92, the Hebrew Congregation of Houston. The parish last week was Exodus 12, and I hope you read it from 21 through 51. That was about the Passover. I know if uh, I didn't announce it, the rabbi did. Uh, in the Passover, anything with yeast, we're in a fast right now. So if you haven't done it yesterday, you can start today. Um, let go of the yeast. And I have an episode on there, how, do you, how you make your unleavened bread. So there is the episode you can go and look, and it's also on YouTube if you want to look at it. But it, it is here on um, Facebook. Um, our new parashah is Leviticus 22, 26 through the 23 and 44. So Leviticus 22, chapter 20 through verse 26 through chapter 23, 44. Right now, we're going to turn it over to the rabbi. I didn't call him out to pray because he's always praying. He's in constant prayer every day for us. Every day. He's drained. And we ask for fresh fuel for him. And we thank him. Rabbi, you, you have it. I'm going to go ahead and give you the screen. I guess I better turn my, my mic on huh? so I can so I can be heard. Um, wow, this is Pesach. This is um, this is we call it Chaj. It's a festival. It's supposed to be a festival, a festive time. And uh, I'm kind of in in, in between right now. In, in 
whether it's a joyous occasion or is it a time of, 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 of uh, challenge? It depends on where you are in this, in this journey that we're on. So today we're going to continue just believing God and, and going forward. I was listening to the different prayers that were offered up. And um, uh, I, some of the people are, some of us are, again, at a time of challenge. And, and in a time of challenge, there is always deliverance. And so um, we have to be considerate of those things. Now, in this parashah and, and haftorah portion this week, we're, again, we're dealing with, um, let me, as a matter of fact, I'm going to share my screen for just a moment. Um, I had this thing going just a minute ago, and now I got to see if I can get it going. Let's see if I can do this. Oh, that's not the one I want. No, that's not what I want. Let me try something else. Uh, this one's what I want. Okay. So I want to share this screen here, which is the calendar. Okay. And um, so you can see the Parashah for Passover, as you see the calendar, all that in yellow, those are, first down is, is the Sabbath on the right, all the way down, uh, Sabbath days. But then you see all these yellow in here. These are Passover days. And for us, today, being Passover, we're going to look at the Passover story, which is Exodus chapter 12, okay? But I, I would, and we did this last week a little bit. So I'm going to probably focus more on Joshua, which is the Haftorah portion. Uh, Joshua chapter 5 uh, through 6 and 1. But also remember that we're going to start counting the Omer, all right? So this is the Sabbath. This is today. So Omer count starts for the 16th, okay, or the 17th of, uh, so you see counter Omer 2 for Monday night, but Sunday uh, each night in the evening, we'll start counting the Omer, okay, and we count that for seven weeks, so I just want to remind you that the Omer counter, now there is an Omer counter that you can get, and I, I pulled it up on my DLS, and it tells us when to start, now people are going to start counting the Omer at different times, because right now, I'm going to stop this year right now. Because right now, um, some people haven't even started Passover yet. Okay, they'll start Passover tomorrow night. Okay, so but but the important thing about the Moedim is that that you recognize them and you do them. And just as a quote Easter was saying, I was having some dilemma this week because a family that I I want them. I desire them to come back to the Torah and to observe the feast days. And I send out messages to them. And the, this year I didn't post anything. Um, so 
so that they can read it because it's it's they know. And, and, and it's up to them to choose. As it says, choose you now, this day whom you're gonna serve, whether it be God or man. And we know that this Friday, what they call it was Good Friday, was actually an evening, was Passover. And tomorrow they're gonna be all up dressed up in, in cute little gowns and, and, and gather children out doing these Easter egg hunts. And no matter how we desire for them to do it, we cannot force people to choose. That's what it's all about. It's being able to choose. The Father has given us the ability to choose whether to follow him or to follow men. And no matter how we desire our loved ones to follow, we can't make them, okay? But as we offered, offered up prayers today, we're praying that the people will change their hearts, right? And, and they need help from the Father, but if they reject that help, there's no help for them. And so I tried to um, understand that, right? We all try to understand that. And it hurts sometimes and, it, and it's a burden. And, and you want it for others, for the, especially those we love. But again, we cannot force them. They have to choose, but we can pray. My prayers are private prayers. They are personal prayers. I pray you know, I pray alone and I pray in the minion. I've, I've been blessed to be in a minion, so we pray. But those prayers are prayers for all of Israel. We pray for everyone that is Israel, everyone that have a desire, a sincere desire to follow and to worship the God of creation, Avino Shabashami, and our Father who is in heaven. And a lot of times people don't, you know, because we do a lot of things in Hebrew and, 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 but you understand that even in Hebrew, we have to translate to English and the Bibles are translated to different languages. All of I can call, I can read from Swahili, the Bible. I can read it, Ge'ez, and, and every, and the nations are there, Chinese, and it's translated into every nation and every language so that people can have an opportunity to get the truth of what the word of God is saying to a people that would obey him and follow him. So that's the desire that, that we have and the desire that I have that all of our loved ones, first our loved ones would just take hold of this thing and grab it and see the beauty of it. It doesn't remove challenges. But we try to, in our lifestyle, in the midst of our challenges, show them that we still trust God and he delivers us through every one of our challenges. He does. He delivers us through every challenge. Challenges are not removed. Challenges are there. But he equips us so that we can overcome those challenges. That's, that's what we have to understand. That's what we have to understand. I, I remember reading Jacob and Jacob said, why do they, all these things continue to happen to me? Why do they always happen to me? And he was dealing with his children. What's going on in his family? Losing his sons. He's thinking his sons. He said, why do these things continue to happen? So it tells us that they happened to him on a continual basis. Mm -hmm. He was always having these challenges. But he overcame every one of them. He overcame every one of them. Every one of them. Uh, 
So just remember that no matter what you go through, no matter what your, what your struggles are. And this week and this day, this Passover day, we're studying, let me share with you, we're studying this thing on um, deliverance out of bondage, out of Mitzrayim, out of the world system. Our forefathers came out. And, and today he said, you know, we're going to put blood, pour, pour, uh, blood on the doorposts and you're going to, you know, going to slay the lamb at, at, on the 14th day and you're going to slay this lamb and you're going to roast it. You're not going to boil it in water, but you're going to roast it, you know, and, and, and we're going to have, he said, if your family is too small, if your household is too small, invite your neighbors in and you all sharing that lamb, you know, and this lamb, one lamb for a household. And he said, along with that lamb, you're going to have bitter herbs. That's what he commanded. You know, you sit down, you have the meal together and you remember and you and you remember, we are to remember the deliverance of our forefathers. But what hit me this time? This is what hit me this time. I said, this is a story about our, our forefathers deliver, deliverance out of bondage, but we're still in bondage. We're in the land of our captors right now. We're still here. Yes. We have not seen our physical deliverance out of bondage. And one of the reasons why we have not seen our physical deliverance out of bondage is because spiritually and mentally, we are still bound. If you reject the word of God and you accept the word of man over the word of God, then you are still in spiritual bondage and your body cannot be set free. Totally. Until first of all, your heart is changed. See, your heart has changed. And so that's what we're praying for, that people's hearts will be changed, that their minds will be open, and that the Father will actually open their hearts and minds. He will have, he has to do it. He has to be that spark of light inside. And we have to uh, yield to that spark of light to, to see the truth because, and, and, and I'm gonna, I'll be honest, when, when, you, were, when you all were, were doing the prayers and I was listening to the prayers and, and gleaning from the prayers, I remember when I was pastoring in the church and I was remembering that I was crying to get out of there. I wanted to get back to the Torah. And so it's like a drug. Mm -hmm. When you're delivered from something, you don't want to tamper with it and play with it because eventually you'll go back to it. Mm. And so... I want you to understand why I stand back and sit because yet when, when coming out and I'm baptized into the Torah, that means I'm leaving everything else behind because I want to focus on the Torah and not look back. Because if you take a person off drugs and put him back into the environment, he's going to go back, mm -hmm. depending on how strong he was in it. So it is better for me to stand back and not dip my hands in there. I don't want to do that because I don't want to be straddling the fence. So I had to step over the fence, take the other leg over the fence and keep going forward and not look back. Keep continuing looking forward and stretching toward the mark and reaching back for those that I can get and bring forward with me. This is important that we understand that we 
step out of the fire. And sometimes it says, I know that it says in the Brit Hadashah that going back into the fire and bringing others out. And we do that without what? Being, getting ourselves engulfed into that situation, all right? If I'm an alcoholic, I don't want to be caught up in alcohol. If I'm in drugs, I don't want to be caught up in drugs. If I'm a Buddhist, I don't want to dangle with, I don't want to dangle myself and, and hang on with Buddhism, right? So we have to be careful and be mindful of where we are and be prayerful at all times. Um, I, I want to read this prayer. I'm going to read this prayer before I go to Joshua 5 and 2. And know that I just glossed over uh, is uh, Exodus chapter 12. I just kind of glossed over it because I wanted to get to Joshua because that's where we are. I think this is where we need to be prepared for. Again, for those who have come out of the world church system that are moving, marching toward the mark. And, and this prayer is actually a prayer of Moshe Rabino, blessed memory. I think it's in Psalm 90, 17 or something like that. Uh, don't quote me on that. Check it out for yourself though. <laughs> this is what it says, with who no arm or the noy, all they don't say you don't come in all, all they don't say don't uh say your dano calling who and that's may the president of the Lord be upon us and let the works of our hands prosper. He will prosper the works of our hands. So so whatever we're doing, we're praying that he favors us. And, and, and that whatever we're doing prospers and that he prospers our hands. So the prayers that we're praying, we pray that he actually helps us to accomplish the things that we do as he gives us favor. So we even have to pray for favor for those that we want saved. Pray that they favor us and favor the words and another receive our words with gladness, okay? Now there's another prayer that I want to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read this prayer. It's, it's a prayer and it's a song. And then I'm going to go into to Joshua, okay? It says, I wanted to sing it, but <laughs> I want to sing it, but you know, because uh, it's hard to kind of just, just say it, but it's a song and it's a prayer. It's a very powerful prayer. And it's a prayer that is prayed in the Sephardic uh, community before the morning prayer and the afternoon prayer. And what it says is this, we beg you with the strength and greatness of your right arm. This is actually, this is 72 names of God. And I've read this before, okay? Mm -hmm. But I say it by heart every day and I do read it before I pray, it says, Accept your people's song, elevate and purify us. Please, great one, those who pursue your uniqueness, guard them as the pupil of an eye. Increase them, purify them, and pity them. May your right ruling always reward them, powerful and kodosh one, in goodness lead your flock. Unique and powerful one, to, our, to your people turn, who remember your set apartness. Accept our cries and hear our screams, you are the knower of all mysteries. Benevolent is the name of his kingdom forever and ever. That's what you all were doing. Well, that's what I was, that was going through my mind when I was listening to the prayer. This is what you're asking. And this is the prayer that is prayed every day, several times a day. And today, when we pray this prayer in particular, there is a, an increased anointing that comes over, or, uh, over our lives because 
Again, we say things and we read things in the Hebrew for the power that goes along with, that comes along with the reading in the Hebrew, okay? And so we, we, we want to pray in tongues. Well, that was tongues. Okay, that is a prayer and it is in tongue. It is in the holy tongue, mm. all right? And, and then, uh, of course, after I did that, then I went and did it in translation of it or the interpretation of it for mm. you, okay? As, the, as Paul the Apostle says, he says, if you're going to say, uh, pray in tongues, then you have to do what? Have an interpreter present. So I, I read it in Hebrew or, 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 or spoken in Hebrew, then I came back and translated so you can get the English rendition of it, okay? So it's, it's important for us, again, to understand our father is here to help us. He has sent the power of his word and his spirit to help us along the way. So let me go ahead and read um, some of Joshua and um, let's see what the spirit says because today, again, on the Sabbath day and on the, the, the Passover, we are supposed to read the story, right? And you should read it for yourself. But remember this also, the children of Israel were in the wilderness for 40 years. We were in bondage, our forefathers were in bondage for 400 years, okay? And then we came out and we say that we've come out now. We're just like the children of Israel because we are in fact, the children of Israel, right? It says, Joshua chapter five. Um, I'm going to start at verse one. It says, uh, and, and go through this pretty quickly. Now, again, remember, we're always open for discussion, always open for anything you want to say that's um, on your heart. Preferably that the spirit will place something on your heart to say. Okay, it says, when all the kings of the Amorites on the western side of the Jordan and all the kings of the Canaanites near the sea heard how the Lord had dried up the waters of the Jordan for the sake of the Israelites until they crossed over, they lost heart and no spirit was left in them because of the Israelites. You see, we, you know, these are the same Israelites that have just come out of bondage that have been in the wilderness 40 years because of their obstinacy and for, because of their rebellion and because of unbelief. But it was the same Israelites uh -huh. that the Amorites and the Canaanites were in fear of. You know, the world is not in fear of us today. They don't, they look at us and they just kind of laugh, you know, uh -huh. and, and, and we understand why that is, okay? We understand why that is, but we can change that. But we have to read and study and meditate the word of God and then apply the word of God in our life situation. He says, at that time, the Lord said to Joshua, make flint knives and proceed with a second circumcision of the Israelites. Listen at this. We're coming out of bondage just like the children of Israel. Uh -huh. And before we can go, and as, as it says, at that time, when the children had crossed over, they had just crossed over on dry land, just like the, the Sea of Reeds, when the sea opened up, up, the Jordan opened up and they went across dry land. And when they went in, it says, 
the father, first thing he said, the first thing he said was, make the flint, circumcise the Israelites. This is not a spiritual circumcision. This is a physical circumcision. Mm -hmm. and, the, and, and this is so important that you understand this. This is for the men, not for the women, because you know, in some places in Africa, they were circumcising the women. Mm. That's not the way it goes, okay? The way it goes is the men, the men in the camp are circumcised, okay? And so- And it speaks about that in, in Exodus 12, which, yeah. which was our, it, it talks about that. Go ahead, Rabbi. Yeah. So, and it's important to, to know this as well, because the children of Israel, in the wilderness, when they left out of, of Mitzrayim, they were circumcised in, in Mitzrayim. In Egypt, they were circumcised. In the land of their bondage, they were circumcised. All they were all a part of the Abrahamic covenant. None of the covenants have been done away with. None of them. And the reason we know that and the reason why we can understand that is because when there's a rain, in, in, in a cloud in the sky, somewhere there's a rainbow. And that is a sign of a covenant. And that sign of covenant lets us know that none of the covenants are done away with. They're only stacked. So we are still bound by, if you are of Israel, you are bound, if you're going to enter into the covenant that is, men are bound for a circumcision. Because in that circumcision of the male or the man, it covers his household. It covers his family. It is his responsibility to do it. Okay. It says, so Joshua had the flint knives made, and the Israelites were circumcised at Gebia Haraloth. And they were circumcised. Now, it's all the men of Israel that had been circumcised in Mitzrayim had died, by the way, so that you know that. Because remember, the father told them that they were not going to go into the land because of their what? Disobedience. So they were not allowed to go in. But it was the children that were under the age of war that were able, that had to be circumcised because they had not, in the wilderness, there were no circumcisions performed. So before you can operate in the covenant of God, before you can actually begin to see the blessings of God, you have to, and when you know about it, when you know about it, it is your responsibility to do it. I make no shortcuts about that. This is not a rabbinic decree. This comes from the word. And you can read, if you're studying the Torah, if you're studying the, 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 uh, the, the word, the Tanakh, then you read the book of Yeshua, then you see that it is a command of God because God told Joshua. He told the leadership at that time, you do this. And so it says, this is the reason why Joshua had the circumcision performed. All the people who had come out of Egypt, all of us that are coming out of bondage now, if you are believing God and you're coming out of, of the... And I don't care what they tell you in the New Testament about because Yeshua died, you don't have to get circumcision. That's not what the word says. You know, well, it's a new covenant. Remember, covenants are stacked. It's renewed covenant. It's still in effect. This covenant is in effect. I will mention no words on it 
If you, if you refuse to do it, then you're not operating in the covenant according to the word of our father, okay? He says, all the people who had come out of Egypt, all the male of military age had died during the desert wandering after leaving Egypt. He said, now, whereas all the people who came out of Egypt had been circumcised, none of the people born after the Exodus during the desert wandering had been circumcised. I just said that previously, but I read it for you in the hearing of your ear, they were circumcised. If you are looking for going into Israel, when Messiah comes back and you have refused, listen, just because you die in this lifetime, you have refused. You have refused. You, you did not die in the covenant because you refused to do it. Everyone that's on this broadcast, everyone that listens to this and hear me say this and see me read this, not just say it, and you refuse to do it. When you see Elijah the prophet comes, if you're blessed to see Elijah the prophet come and he's preparing the way, he's going to say the same thing. Mm -hmm. You're going to be reconciled, then you need to be circumcised. Otherwise, because shortly afterward, Messiah is coming. And if you haven't been circumcised, then you got a problem. Mm -hmm. Okay. You've got a problem. All right. So it says, for the Israelites had traveled in the wilderness for 40 years until the entire nation, the men of military age who had left Egypt had perished because they had not obeyed the Lord. And the Lord had sworn never to let them see the land that the Lord had sworn to their fathers to assign to them a land flowing with milk and honey. They understand this also, the covenant, they were in the covenant of Abraham. They were in the covenant and they broke the covenant and refused to change. That's why I talked about circumcision of the heart and circumcision of the flesh. They were obstinate. So their heart was not circumcised along with the circumcision of the flesh. And also remember this, that the covenant is for the children of Israel. So the people that are not in covenant, they're not going to, again, as you said in the prayers, if you're not being challenged, then you're not in the covenant. If you're not being punished, if you're not receiving punishment or rebuke from the father, then you're not his. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you got smooth sailing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't have the challenges that the, that the children of Israel because we receive our punishment right now, instantly, mm -hmm. because we have entered into the contract agreement. Okay. You know, the, you know the, the beauty of this thing is, if you are a single woman, you don't have to be circumcised. It's the circumcision of the heart for you. Mm. And usually when the woman's heart is circumcised, she's going to be the stronger one in the family in making sure that the covenant is upheld in that household. Mm -hmm. Because her heart first is circumcised. That is her requirement, is that her heart. So when they, you hear people talk about the circumcision of the, the heart, the women that lets you know it's the women all right so when your children are born and your children are being raised who is teaching them the covenant yeah. the one that is circumcised of heart it is the woman mm -hmm. generally if she can get hold hold to that fire the children will have no problem coming through but she has to be on fire Rabbi, you know, that reminds me of the um, in the morning prayers where they get to that section where the men say one thing and the women say another and the men will say um, 
bless you, Lord, I got for not making me a woman. Yeah. And then on the other side, the women said something else. And some of the women I spoke to, they said that they always took offense to that, but they never read the commentary about it because it, it said that the women were made more in his in, in his likeness. He said, because it was the women throughout time that have kept and maintained the traditions of the household and handed stuff down because they were going to be the teachers in the house That's right. <laughs> very often. That's right. When you even think they, about they are the teachers, right? Right. And yeah. you think about the even the Seder meal. We're cooking the meal. You know, I did the lamb and laid the spread out. So, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So and you know, it was how did I get in? My mother. My dad didn't do it. It was my mom. She enlightened me. And she enlightened all of us, right? She did it. Okay. So, you know, and uh and that and that's the beauty of it, right? That's the beauty of it. Okay, it says again, now verse seven says, but he raised up their sons in their stead. So he'll raise somebody else in our stead, right? And it was these that Joshua circumcised for they were uncircumcised, not having been circumcised on the way. So in the wilderness, you know, a lot of, again, again, a lot, there are a lot of people, again, that have been told they don't have to do it. It's not necessary. And it's not necessary if you're not going into the covenant. But if you intend on reaping this thing, you need to do it, right? Uh, you know, you, you need to do it. Uh, you know, after the circumcision of the whole nation was, was complete, they remained where they were in the camp until they recovered. So it lets you know it wasn't an easy thing. You know, when and, uh, I was reading something, commentary on uh, uh, the limbo. And, and they was, you know, they still doing that circumcision down there. They still, you know, but they use herbs and stuff to, to, you know, I, I was thinking about that. I said, man, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> you know, I don't know if I could go, you know, you know, uh, but they do it at the eighth day now. You know, they do it at the eighth day and, it's, and um, you know, I, all the spiritual things that go along with it, you know, the nerves and all that stuff. The, the important thing is, it's the eighth day do the circumcision and do the naming, right? Name, give them the name, male and female. They don't talk about the, the lady, the naming of the girls, but same thing, they have to be named, right? Uh, give them their Hebrew name that connects us to our people. See? That's one of the first things we do when we come into the, the covenant, right? We change our name, just like Jacob, our father. We do that because his name was changed from Jacob to Israel. So in following that custom, we do that. We have our Hebrew name, right? And so, you know, um, it's identification because we lost our land, uh, our land, our language, our custom, our heritage, but in our name, that kind of attaches us to it. When I was in Africa, in Ghana, they gave us our, our Ghanaian name, uh, depending on what day of the week you're born, they give you a name. It's one of your names. You have several names, but one of the names that they give you is the name of the day that you were born. So when you say your name, people know that you were born on a certain day. So my day, my name is Kofi because I was born on Friday. So my name is Kofi, right? In in Ghana. So in Israel, my name is Absalom, right? Absalom Ben Yaakov. And um, interesting story about that. When I started with the the minion. Uh, with the rabbi that I've known for years, few years, and and 
I went in and they asked me to do the Aliyah for the first time. And they were saying, what's your Hebrew name? Because they these are, I was in studying with him before these people were. So I left and then I came back again because I, we had lost communication during, uh, um, after I got my Shemitah and stuff, we had lost communication. So when I got back, he had a new group of people. And so they asked my Hebrew name and they said, your name, uh, I said, my name's Absalom. And then they said, oh, Ben Abraham. I said, no, uh, Ben Yaakov. Because when they give you Abraham, it's because most people that, that don't know their, their heritage, they'll either go with something like Abraham, right? It's like the women would go with uh, Bat Sarah, right? So I said, no, I'm Abraham, I'm, I'm Absalom Ben Yaakov. And they said, oh, oh, okay. So he understood that I, I didn't know that. But that's very something you have to be aware of is, is that oftentimes people don't see us as who we are. And so it's, un, it, it's important for us to understand and know who we are, all right? So when we know who we are, we can actually send fear upon the nations because as it says, they understood the God of the Israelites and they feared the God. Of, they didn't fear Israel, but they feared their God. So when you know who you are and who you are, then the enemy will fear you. Doesn't mean that they're going to back away from it. It means they're going to devise ways of coming at you. Mm -hmm. That's what that means. They're going to be afraid of you. So they're going to devise ways to attack you so that in a way that you don't know that they're attacking. They're using guerrilla warfare against you. So mm -hmm. you are being attacked in your life because you know who you are and who you are. You become a threat. Yes. <laughs> Yes, as long as you're no threat, no problem, right? And they double team you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that happens in corporate America too. You know that, right? Mm -hmm. As long as you're no threat, they leave you alone. We, we've, been, <laughs> we've been pencil whooped so long. Yeah, yeah, they'll get you. So, you know, so understand it's a good thing to know who you are because with that comes power and protection, right? Now, if you don't under, if you don't listen to the instructions that are given to you, that are sent to you by the Malachim, then, they, then you're on your own because you just, you know, you just refuse to obey. So let me go ahead and read this. This You'll get that. You'll get that after a while, right? It says, and, and the Lord said to Joshua, today I have rolled away from you the disgrace of Egypt. Okay. So that the, so that the place was called Gilgal, as it is, as, as it still is. So when we realize who we are, and we receive our spiritual deliverance, the disgrace is moved off of us. And in other words, you will carry yourself in a manner that people will, you will command respect. And then sometimes you will even have to demand respect, but most of the time, just in your walk and your presence, you will command respect. People will respect you. But again, the enemy will be plotting to get you, okay? But he can't, okay? He says, uh, okay, was, uh, next verse says, in camp at Gilgal, in the steps of Jericho, the Israelites offered the Passover sacrifice on the 14th day of the month toward evening. On that day, after the Passover offering, on that very day, they ate of the produce of the country, unleavened bread and parched grain. So, Things change, responsibilities change. When you come into covenant, things are going to change. Expect a change, all right? He says, on that same day, when they ate of the produce of the land, the manna ceased. 
What does that mean? When you get to a position where you can provide by, by obedience, through your obedience, he will place in your pathway a way to prosper. The Israelites got no more manna. That year, they ate of the feet of the yield of the land of Canaan. So while we're in this land, we can still prosper, but we have to be have our face fixed as if we're going to Israel. If you have partaken of this manna or this food of this contract agreement, your choice, you can work for someone or you can work for the Lord and for yourself. You can put the, the let me put it a different way. When I was in school, high school, I had an ROTC instructor. That's a reserve officer's training. That was, you know, when you're trained to go into the military, his name was Killenbeck. Sergeant Killenbeck. One of the things he told us in ROTC, this is my sophomore year, I guess. He says, you, we asked us what we wanted to be. And many of us said this, that, and that. He said, you don't want to go to work for somebody. You don't want to do something that you can't prosper in. Get your own business. Now, this is a white man telling, these black black boys and girls, he's telling, get yourself a business mm -hmm. so you can make some money. You ain't gonna make no money working for somebody else. They told us that in high school. Why did he do that? Somehow the father had touched him in his heart and told him, give us that wisdom. He told him. Mm -hmm. So I've found through the years that in my family and friends, those that went into business for themselves or in a profession have far on the for the most part, have fought much better than the others, that, those that went to work for someone else. You know why? Because you put the power to succeed in the power of the Father, and he is able to guide you. And there's nothing wrong for our work in, industry, in, in, in this industry and in, in, in corporate America for 40 years. Think about it. 40 years. And my desire was always to have my own business because of what he said, along with my parents and my uncles told me the same thing. I had more people outside telling me that your own business is the best way to go. You can make a decent living and you can make a good earn and you can make millions, but you still won't exercise, you won't experience the freedom that you have when you have your own business when you have your own enterprise. And so my advice and my advice to the young and to the old, it's never too late mm -hmm. to start your own enterprise. And it's a much rewarding thing when you can get up out of bed, do what you're gonna do, do your exercise, go out and say, well, I think I'm gonna look at, talk to some clients today, or I think I'm gonna go into the office, today, or I think I'm just gonna go to the beach today and not, be concerned about where your finances are going to come from.
Right. There's a certain amount of freedom that you get because I didn't have that freedom when I was working. I had to, I was going to, according to Lisa, tell you, she would get mad. I think she was disappointed by that because I worked so much. I worked, man, I worked that clock to the clock broke. Mm. <laughs> I, I'd leave home with, I'd be working. I'm telling you, I work. If there was overtime, I was working. I was working like a Hebrew I, I slave. <laughs> that police station, those double shifts. Yeah. Sometimes you'd be too tired. I'd just sleep in the car. Mm-hmm. Be just working. Just working like that. Like that. And that's a true saying, working like a Hebrew slave. You know, we work because, <laughs> you know, that was work ethic, right? And we thought it was a good thing. I didn't realize that if I had put 90 hours a week, I work 100 hours a week sometimes. If I did that in my own business, do you realize what that would be? Mm-hmm. See, so this, and see, for many of us, why, Rob, why are you talking about this? I'm, I'm telling you this because Egypt is not just a land. Egypt is a mindset that we mm-hmm. must overcome. Mm-hmm. Circumcision of the heart is not of the flesh only, but it is but of the heart also. That means lining up with the contract agreement and moving forward. Again, there's nothing wrong with working in corporate America if it's a good thing, it provides benefits, and it's it's an easy thing. But again, there, there's always a, a better way because in business, business buying is not for everyone. Because in business, there are challenges. There are times when you don't know when you're going to eat. In the beginning, in the business, you can, if you don't, if you're not careful, right, it will become your master. Now, some of the people I know that have made some good money and had a good time with people that are in the financial services and things like that, people that are salesmen, people that do that kind of thing, that have that freedom to go. Those, you know, even salesmen in corporate America, they haven't made. They haven't made oftentimes. But again, I'm saying this because weigh your options, get yourself in a position where the Lord can guide you. No matter where you are, he's going to be there with you, right? He's going to be there with you. So the main thing you have to do, we have to do is get out of the spiritual bondage. Oh, I'm moving kind of, I'm taking too long. Let me move on. Okay. Uh, Once when Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and saw a man standing before him drawn sword in his hand. Joshua went up to him and asked him, are you one of us or of our enemies? Now, he's, this, is, this happens to us in life. It may not be like an angel of, of power, but it happens to us oftentimes. We have to ask the question, are you one of us or are you of the enemy? When a voice comes into your head, when you have a thought, or process going on, are you for us? Are you for the enemy? Ask the question, right? It says, and he replied, no, I am of the captain of the Lord's host. Now I have come. Joshua threw himself face down to the ground and prostrated himself and said to him, what does my Lord command of his servant? So understanding when you come into the presence of authority, first of all, he didn't realize there was an angel. Angel told him who he was mm-hmm. because Joshua didn't know. We don't always know. Paul says it, or the writers in the in the brief that I said, you don't know. Many mm-hmm. under, uh, have entertained angels angel. unaware. Mm-hmm. You see, and so you can when you read this next that next time, think back to Joshua because he was speaking to an angel and he didn't know it, so he had to ask. And when he asked, the angel told him, 
So if you're not sure about something, ask. When you have somebody that wants to be your mentor on your job or in your profession, find out who they are. That's what they're saying. Find out who is mentoring you because whoever is mentoring you can guide you in the right way or the wrong way because they're two sides, right? So inquire, ask who is trying to guide you. See, these, these lessons are there for us. And this on this Passover time is letting us know that while we are delivered from our bondage of slavery in the world system, you have been delivered. If you're sitting, if you, if you accepted the Passover, you have been delivered from the bondage of the world system. If you have accepted the yoke of Torah on you, you are delivered from the bondage of the world system. Now you have to make sure that you get good guidance, right? Get yourself attached to the right people or the right groups so that you can further your journey into your prosperity. Here I go, with your prosperity, with your deliverance, with your, with your growth, your spiritual growth. But again, remember, challenges will always be there, but you overcome them all because mm -hmm. it says he will establish the works of your hand. In the prayer again, he will establish the works of your hand. If you remember that, remember the covenant, do the best you can in the covenant, learn as much as you can, get yourself good uh, mentors, good teachers, and he, right? He will, our father will, Strengthen your hand to carry you forward. So again, continue to pray. We continue to pray. We continue to remember that this is a season of deliverance. It reminds us that we are no longer a part of the world system. We are no longer a part of the world. Do not allow yourself to be attached or... Put yourself on the screen, Rabbi. Oh, am I? Oh, okay. Understand this. In this walk that we're in, and... and People mean well. We detach ourselves from the world system. And, and one of the biggest things that we have a challenge with this day is people trying to guide us into the world system through political means. I'm not so much for this uh, country's welfare and so and so much as peace for the children of Israel for us to have living peace while we're here so we come to the knowledge of who we are while we're here but my desire is for the children of Israel that we the children of Israel come to the knowledge and understanding of who we are and whose we are and op operate as one people together with our eyes focused on and fixed on Israel when Yeshua Mashiach comes, when Mashiach comes and, and reigns in the land and send forth to get us. Now, remember again, I must remind you again, the fact people tell us we don't know when Yeshua is coming. That's not true. We do know when he's coming. We understand that because Elijah the prophet, Eliyahu Hanavi will come first. And so now we know that Yeshua is on the way. When you see Yeshua, well, let me correct that. When you see the prophet come first, then you will know 
And it, it was not John the Baptist, by the way. Okay. It was not John the Baptist. People would tell you, well, when John came, no, that's not true. He was not Elijah. Elijah is Elijah. John is John. Okay. Frederick is Frederick. Michael is Michael. Right. <laughs> okay. I can't come in Michael. He can't come in me. We come as who we are. The prophet will come who he in who he is. Yeshua will come in who he is. Okay. When you see Elijah come and reconciles us to each other, know that Yeshua or Mashiach is coming, not far from there. Okay. So don't be fooled. Right now we have time. Right now we have time. And that's why you're crying out because you want people to come in to the Torah, come back to the Torah. You want the children of Israel to come back to Torah all over the world, every race, creed, and, 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 and you know, ethnicity, all Israel, come out, right? Come out, come out of the world system, come back to the Torah as one man. These circumcised in your heart, men, circumcised in both. <laughs> Women, hold what you got, hold what you got, because we need you. We can't do it without you. We can't do it without you. Okay. All right. So that I'm going to stop there. Anyone else uh, want to interject anything or say anything? Anybody have any questions for the rabbi before the rabbi does, uh, does the closing prayer? Okay, rabbi. Uh, thank you so much. Rabbi Avshalom Ben Yaakov. We thank you for that word. If you can do our closing prayer, please. Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu Nakalam. Baruch Shem Kavu Malkutu Leilam Wa'ed. Father, we just thank you right now. We just praise you for another opportunity to come to share with your word. And we pray, O oh Father, that you will place your favor upon us, O oh Father. And that you would prosper the works of our hands, O oh Father. Oh, may you prosper our works, O oh Father. And you, may you hear the prayers that we pray toward Israel each and every day. Hear our prayers, Father, and answer them speedily. Yes, now, we pray that you would change the hearts of our children and our relatives, O oh Father. Change their hearts and cause them to desire to return to the Torah, strip away from them yes. the desires of the world, O oh Father. Cause them, O oh Father, by the power of your Ruach HaKodesh to change, to accept the good fruit of your word. And Father, we just pray that you will send for Elijah the prophet, Eliyahu Hanavi, now in our time to prepare our hearts to restore our relationships yes, with Lord. the land and with you, O oh Father, and with those that you have called to be our earthly fathers and mothers, that we will come together as one people and, and look for the day of our redemption. And Father, we thank you that you are healing us right now from all hurt, harm, and danger, and that you are touching our loved ones and causing them again to line up with your word. And we will continue to give your name, the praise, the glory, and the honor of Hashem Yeshua. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that wonderful prayer. All the ministers have prayed today. I'm going to give you a Psalm 103 real quick. 
Psalm 103, bless the Lord, all my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, all my soul, and forget now all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with love and kindness and tender mercy, who satisfies your mouth with good things, so that their use is, your youth is restored like the eagles. That was Psalm 103. And I'm going to leave you with what the rabbi said. He will establish the works of your hand. Yahweh will establish the works of your hands. We thank you for tuning in. We bless all the ministers on this panel. We bless the ministers right now that we know it, it, it's a struggle right now because we're pushing through. When there's a warfare going on, we bless you. We dispatch the holy angels around you. We thank you for tuning in. We're gonna be here every Saturday. We pray that you have a, a happy Passover. Um, we thank the Lord for all his blessings. And we love you, Yahweh, and we lift your name on high. We will see you next Saturday. Share this episode. Uh, leave a, a message at the bottom. Make sure you're reading your parashah so we're all on one accord. I gave you the parashah. And we will see you next week. Shalom. 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 Shalom.